BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. We are so excited to talk about our next sponsor, Princess Polly. You guys have probably seen us tag them on Instagram. We actually use Princess Polly. We shop there all the time for our cute, what we said, outfits, you know, the pink and blue matching. You know the aesthetic if you follow us on Instagram. You know the vibes. Princess Polly has a huge range of winter outfits, fall looks, and party styles right now, which is amazing if you're looking for a holiday outfit or a New Year's Eve party dress. Or even just anything casual. A lot of, I have a lot of really Mm -hmm. cute casual loungy outfits as well from Princess Polly. They have really, really cute stuff. Plus, with free shipping over $50 and super fast delivery from their LA warehouse, you can relax knowing your outfit will arrive before the weekend. I will say that I got my clothes very fast from my recent uh, Princess Polly order. And also, they have an awesome feature called the Fit Finder, which you can locate on the product pages of their website. And all you do is answer a few questions and it will generate the size that's most likely going to fit your body, which is very, very helpful. It's also great because then hopefully you don't need to make any returns. But even if you do need to make a return, the process is super easy. They also have a range called Earth Club and everything in this collection is made from lower impact materials that are better for the environment. So if you're looking to shop more sustainably, their Earth Club range is the perfect place to go. So if you guys are looking for some new fits, uh, check out Princess Polly. Go to princesspolly.com and use code what we said to get 20% off. That is princesspolly.com. Use code what we said. This offer is only available for a limited time. So go visit princesspolly.com for the latest fashion trends and use our exclusive code, what we said at checkout for 20% off your order. Don't miss out. Tag us in your outfits. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving yesterday. When you're listening to this. Happy Black Friday, everyone. And happy bonus episode Friday. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are staying safe this Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, Black Friday can get kind of crazy for in-person shopping. So I haven't been in-person Black Friday shopping in years. No, me neither. It's, it's all about those crazy. internet sales. Oh, I just had a flashback of working at Anthro and working Black Friday <gasps> and having to get there at like 3 a.m. Oh, oh my gosh. It's so annoying because it's like the day after Thanksgiving. So shout out to all you guys, all you workers out there, your retail, you know, wherever you're working on Black Friday who probably had to get there at the crack of dawn. Our heroes. Also, I don't know about you, but I feel like every year Black Friday is literally days before because it's like, we're going to start a Black Friday sale now. And it's like mm-hmm. the literally the previous week. Yeah, you can do a lot of it online. People are just getting earlier and earlier with their Black Friday sales, but I'm not complaining. I love a sale. Um, we do love a sale. Hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. We are recording this a little bit before, so we can't update you on how our Thanksgivings went. 
a lot of people are having like moments of panic about mm. what the podcast, what's going to happen to the podcast when you give birth. Oh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> we know, haven't really talked about it I don't know if here. we've addressed this. I think we talked about it on the, at the live show. Okay. We answered like a the question about life. it. Yeah. But don't worry, you guys. The podcast is not going anywhere when the baby comes. We have been prepping. Don't okay? worry. I will have the podcast mics at Chelsea's birth. Don't <laughs> <Yeah>. worry. <laughs> and during between her labor. contractions. Yeah. No, we will definitely have episodes for you. I want to say we're not going to miss a week. You know, I can't make any like complete promises, but uh, from what it looks like right now, if everything is going to go smoothly, you won't miss a single week of us. No. Talking. Definitely not. Well, and I might not be there for every single one. I was going to say, if you are, um, you know, needing a little more time, I can always record an episode with, you know, the gang, Leif, Beth, Tyson, myself, yeah. do a little solo episode. You, you guys will always of, have what we said yeah. content. Don't you worry about it. And we have put in plans in place to kind of batch some episodes and stuff. So don't Mom, worry. Mommies won't leave you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy loves you, okay? Also, <laughs> me and JC are wearing our merch and it is so comfortable you guys we made some tiktoks in it so yes you um, can already see them you can already see them i'm sure at this point we've maybe posted some photos on our instagram too at what we said podcast go like and subscribe they've got um, like the ultimate vintage sweatshirt feel first yeah. of all i want to say they're cuter in person like when you actually receive them i think they're cute in photos but when i saw them in person i'm like wait this i'm obsessed yeah they're so cute. we did not plan to both be wearing these by the way right now no. like we didn't Chelsea came over. She's wearing hers. I threw this on because I was kind of chilly and it's so comfy. Mm -hmm. It really is like a very, it's kind of a lightweight vintage feel. So it's not super heavy or and structured, but it's the right amount of heaviness. The quality is great. The quality is great. It's really cute. It kind of is like vintage, like it's like puffy Puff print. print. Yeah. The color combos I think are really cute and very fall slash winter vibes. We didn't really want to do like pastels because mm -hmm. we felt like that wasn't, that's not the vibe, That's not you know? the vibe for this season. So it's like what we said, but make it fall and winter. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. You guys will love it. We went out to eat yesterday when we were shooting for the merch. And people were giving us compliments on them. Yes. I was like, okay, thank you. This is our merch. People, we designed it. Yeah, people who didn't even know. Well, we didn't design it. Let's not go that far. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the, the girl watching it. <laughs> or the girl, the girl who designed our merch. She's like, cool. I'm like, I designed this with my own. Actually, you know what, though? We need to post the classic sketch versus like, you know, how it started yes. versus how it's going. Yes, we do. Because we always bring out the paper and the pen when we're like coming up with merch ideas. And it's, it always just somehow works out great. It works out. I've said this before. It's so funny because we'll both have ideas in our head and I'll mm -hmm. be like describing something to Chelsea and she'll literally take pen to paper <laughs> yeah. and do exactly what's in my head. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's because we're on the same wavelength, so we know. Yeah, we know the vibes. Well, these are coming out on the 30th of November, which is on Tuesday. So in just a couple days from today, go to our Instagram for all of the specific details so you can make sure that you're there at the at the launch. You're not a moment too late because sometimes our launches go pretty fast and we try and avoid it as much as possible, but say, it's hard to know. We've genuinely been trying to stock more mm -hmm. and get better amounts and figure everything out so that merch doesn't sell out super quickly because that's actually like not fun for us to no. handle or to deal with because we don't want that to happen for you guys. We want everyone that wants the merch to get it. So mm -hmm. we it's really hard to like- But sometimes you exactly. guys just come out of the woodwork. Yeah. We don't expect all of you guys. Yeah, we're not expecting what happens. <laughs> Some of y'all are more loyal than we could ever imagine. Exactly. So, but yeah. 
Um, go follow our Instagram for more info. We are going to do an advice column episode as usual for the last Friday of the month. Going to give you lots of great advice that you actually did ask for. So it's not unsolicited. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start us off? You know what I was just thinking else? about? Well, I don't really have anything else, but I was thinking about this pertaining to our advice column episodes. We could possibly completely ruin somebody's life by giving them the wrong advice. Like, what if we just like, t- like they ask, like, what should I do? And we're like, break up with this person. That person was their soulmate. And we just like change the trajectory of their life for the worse. Like we Not have that problem. power. <laughs> um, oh, I do have one last thing, actually. If you guys haven't yet, I'm still doing like my mom giveaway, my mom-to-be new mom giveaway. It's on my Instagram. You can go check it out and nominate a mom in need this season. And they can win a lot of cool baby stuff. So do you want to go first? Oh, sure. I just asked you. But hey. Oh, you did? Well, before you started talking, but yeah, I'll go first. Oh. I'm ready. Okay. Hi, ladies. I've been a listener since day one. And when I'm out of new episodes to listen to, I go way back into the archives because oh, I just shiz. can't get enough. Don't do that, girl. Not nature versus nurture, please. Um, Okay. My husband and I just got married last December, about two weeks before Christmas. It was really important to me that we spent Christmas with my family last year. So we did. This year is our first real holiday season, having to share custody, LOL, between our families. His family lives about 20 minutes from us, but my family lives about six hours away. I'm a teacher and do not get out for break until December 23rd. Okay, Mm. that is not, that's way too close to Christmas. Um, Since last Christmas was spent with my family, this Christmas will be spent with his. I grew up celebrating on Christmas Day, but his family's big gathering is Christmas Eve, which means it will just be me and him waking up on Christmas when I'm used to all my siblings, parents, and now my baby niece as well. Normally, my siblings and I do a Christmas Adam sleepover on the 23rd as well. I love his family, but I'm struggling with the fact that this year is going to be my first Christmas day, not with my family. I will see my family on the 26th of December, but I'm needing advice on what traditions I can start with my husband on Christmas as we celebrate on our own or to keep myself busy and not thinking about missing out on time with my family. Hmm. This this is a hard transition when you first get married mm-hmm. and you do have to split time between families. And it's even sad too when your siblings start to split time with families because- It's just not guaranteed that you're all going to be together yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just the hard part of being a grown up. Next. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm that kidding. is hard. You, yeah, you just need to think of some good Christmas traditions. Like, I don't have any specific ones, honestly, that me and Leif have really started. I feel like that starts to happen more when you have kids mm-hmm. because I'm thinking Leif and I have just done something kind of different for every Christmas. Like, we've yeah. spent one Christmas where we woke up Christmas morning on our own in California, and then we drove to Arizona on Christmas Day. And then we've done it where we drive to Arizona on Christmas Eve or a few days before so that we can spend Christmas, whatever. Yeah. So I don't have any solid family traditions of, you know, just me and Leif and our family that I can give you. Do you have any ideas or anything you've done? No, I was going to say though, I can relate to this because this is the first year that we will have Thanksgiving on our own. We haven't had it yet, but even though Thanksgiving was yesterday, we're not recording this. It hasn't happened yet. And I kind of had that moment of panic as well. Like, wait, this is the first year I'm not going to be with Nick's family or my family and it's just going to be us. Like now I, we have to make our own, first of all, food. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, our own like traditions. And it is, you know, if you can look at it in a more of a exciting way of like, okay, this is the start of our little family and we can, you know, kind of come up with anything you want. But I don't know. Yeah. Christmas traditions. You can listen to our um, <laughs> uh, episode coming up soon where we, we're going to share some holiday traditions and stories yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Get some ideas from there, but. I do think it is just part of getting married and growing up. It is just a transition that you're going to have to 
be thrown into, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to hopefully have. Hopefully he has a cool family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she said, I love his family. Okay. Oh. So that's good. Okay, I'll go. Hi, Chelsea and JC. I've been obsessed with your podcast for about a year now. Please never stop making these. I never thought I had much to ask your advice on until I realized something has been haunting me for months Mm. and I don't know what to do about it. She's like, a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) Shit. (laughs) Sorry. Not the Stanley Cup. (laughs) Not it literally falling in slow motion as well. Sorry. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) I don't like my husband's cooking. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I thought she just said I don't like my husband. Gosh. She's like, I have not thought of anything, but I just realized I hate my husband. No, I don't like my husband's cooking and I don't know how to tell him. He really loves to cook and I'm so happy that he has found something he enjoys because we recently moved to a new city and don't have many friends here. So finding a hobby has been great for his mental health. I'm really not a picky eater. I swear. I always give foods a try before ruling them out. But for some reason, the things he cooks always (laughs) taste bad or have very unappetizing textures. He really enjoys the food he cooks and I find myself trying to stomach a lot of it. The thing is, is that he doesn't like to use recipes. <laughs> I've tried suggesting some to him. <laughs> He's always experimenting. So even if I enjoy one meal, he will never cook it the same again. <laughs> okay. That is so frustrating. <laughs> it's just gone forever. We each cook about 50-50, but we both work, and I don't think I can take on cooking 100% of the meals. I know this seems silly, but I don't know what to do because it's getting to the point where I dread when he volunteers to cook. (laughs) I do not want to break his heart because he loves it, but I don't know what to do. Help. Also, he's literally cooking something funky (laughs) as I write this. It's, like, so cute that he's, like, experimenting in the kitchen and, like, trying to come up with recipes and stuff. But that could not explain men more. It's like, why don't they use recipes? Why don't they use instructions? Why don't they use maps? Like, do you know what I mean? It's so annoying to me when actually Nick just put together our crib and I walked in and he was using the instructions and I'm like, what is happening? Like, who are you? And he was like, it's going so smoothly. I'm like, yes, this (laughs) is what what they're for. I was going to say, I think Leif is a very, he is very much an he instructions uses instructions person. and he is like gets it perfect like he's a perfectionist in that way so yeah i cannot relate to that unfortunately but well maybe fortunately <laughs> yeah i was gonna um, say that is that is nice well i don't really know what to tell you honestly there's really. literally nothing you could do <laughs> no. i'm so sorry for your loss yeah. i'm so sorry for the loss of 50 percent of your meals <laughs> yeah and you should maybe encourage him or you know what? Christmas is coming up. This is a perfect passive aggressive time of year where you can give him something to use. It's like, give him a recipe book, give him like a recipe, like journal and be like, listen, when you make a recipe, like write down how much you're putting in. And then maybe you could start a blog and like, you know, share your recipes. <laughs> encourage him. I mean, would it be so wrong to be like, hey, like I really enjoyed this recipe you made. But now like I'm bummed because you're never going to be able to make it again the same exact way because yeah. you just like winged it, wung it. <clears throat> How do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you should try and like, you know, write down what you use. I don't know. No, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, there really I'm is sorry. nothing you can do besides just be brutally honest with him. Yeah. And be like, I don't really like your cooking. Sorry. No, that's heartbreaking. I refuse. <laughs> you cannot do that. Ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. 
anyone who struggles with bloating, listen up. We absolutely love this brand, Array, okay? They have these bloat capsules that are so amazing and they genuinely work. I take these on vacation with me in case I'm feeling any discomfort or gas or bloating after a meal. They're just really awesome. So this company, Array, was created to help women feel the best so they can be their best through targeted products, which are 100% natural, filler-free, organic, formulated by a naturopathic doctor. Array's products work in under an hour, so you actually feel the results. I can definitely testify to this. And they solve the annoying problems that we talk to our girlfriends about. These bloat capsules are very versatile because they can be taken at any time, whether you've just had a plant-based meal or something heavier like pizza or pasta, especially during the holidays, you know, your neighbors just drop off, you know, like monkey bread or (laughs) carbs by the pound. This is such a great thing to have. And also, you know, a great stocking stuffer for Mm -hmm. your bloated friends. It optimizes digestion with the use of five herbs and a fruit-based digestive enzyme, and it's completely laxative-free so you don't go running to the bathroom after. The bloat capsules were designed to give people food freedom so you can enjoy the foods that you love without any discomfort, gas, or bloating after. Plus, Array's products are super chic, so they look great in your beauty shelf or in your purse. Go to Array.com and use the code WHATWESET at checkout for 10% off your one-time purchase or 25% off first month on subscription. That's Array.com and use the code WHATWESET at checkout for 10% off a one-time purchase or 25% off first month on subscription. Go check it out. New app alert, guys. Okay, this app is so cool. It's imagine if TikTok and Amazon had a baby and it's all about beauty and skincare products. Okay, that would be the Flip Beauty app. So you can watch video reviews and shop all your favorite beauty and skincare brands from one app. This is really cool. They have awesome brands. First of all, they have like Youth to the People, Hourglass, Super Goop, tons and tons of different brands. And you can watch people's like actual reviews of them, honest video reviews, kind of like you're scrolling on TikTok. And then you can purchase different beauty products. You can also search certain beauty products that like you've been looking into or you're curious about. And you can see people like applying it or just what they think. I think this is absolutely genius. I just made a big order from the Flip app and got way more than I thought I was going to get for like the amount that I got it for. I got some mascara to try. I think I got some eyeliner, maybe some um, concealer. So excited to try that out. Flip also has the best rewards program out there. You can watch video reviews and earn cash rewards towards your purchase in addition to the best price guaranteed. So the Flip Beauty Shopping is a place to hear honest reviews, the good and the bad. You can scroll through real customer video reviews about products they've shopped on the Flip app. You can enjoy free shipping and returns. Flip also provides same-day shipping. To make a return, you just stick the provided label on the box and schedule a pickup on the Flip app or drop it off at any UPS store. So use the code we said for 30% off towards your first purchase plus free shipping. Download the Flip Beauty Shopping app in the App Store or Google Play today and search for Flip Beauty Shopping app. Again, that's code we said for 30% off. Okay, I'm one of the OGs and finally have something to submit. This girl needs some advice. I recently found out that my fiance was getting nudes from other girls via Snapchat, OnlyFans, iFunny, and who knows where else. When I found out, I was shocked and obviously devastated. Some people don't consider this cheating, but I do, and I broke up with him. I went, I went from planning a wedding to living with my parents. How do I pick? Okay, good. Whoa, I was... I thought we were like still with this guy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, geez. How do I pick myself up and keep going? I've never been a super confident girl, but my confidence is completely gone now considering I wasn't even good enough for my fiance. I need some advice on confidence and moving on. I love you girls, your podcast, Instagram, and vlogs. That is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking and it has nothing to do with you. No, I was just about to say the same exact thing. Like we have to realize that 
anything anybody else does has nothing to do with us and everything to do with them. So it's not that you're not good enough. It has nothing to do with that. It's all about them. And and it could have been anybody. Exactly. The most beautiful women in the world have been cheated on. It's like Kardashian, Beyonce. Beyonce, yes. The most like powerful women in history literally have been cheated on. Yes. It's like, if they're not good enough for these men, who is? Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. No, it has nothing. And you're right. That is cheating. And I'm so glad that you dropped him because you deserve so, so much more. I feel like just Yeah, I thought this was going to go in a different direction. I was about to. I'm proud of you, queen. Yeah. You just need to focus on yourself and what Mm -hmm. you want to do and your goals and your dreams. And I think that's the best thing you could do during this time period. Like, I think the worst thing you could do would, would be, you know, desperately searching for someone else to fill the void. Mm -hmm. You just need to become happy and confident on your own. And you're going to do that by finding some hobbies that you like, like things that maybe you used to love to do that you haven't done in a long time. Learning new things, starting new routines, like going after what you want to do. That's how you're going to gain, I think, the most confidence. And yeah, I'm proud of you. Or you can start hooking up with his friends. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Next one. Boys, well, more like one boy. So last fall, I thought she was calling us boys. I'm like, okay. <laughs> hey, boys. Yeah. So last fall, I was talking to this guy and everything was great. I told him I liked him and he told me he liked me too. But something always felt off. Like he texted me when he wanted to. <laughs> mm, shiver down my shiver spine. Shiver down my spine. Or took forever to <laughs> <blows> the <laughs> Sorry, that was a little too loud. <laughs> They're like, that sent a shiver down my spine. Okay, but something always felt off. Like he texted me when he wanted to or took forever to respond. I thought maybe he's a bad texter. Turns out he is, kind of. A month later, after we admitted our feelings, we went out on a date. It was an awesome first date and continued to talk afterwards. We talked about hanging out again, but nothing solid came out of it. I was so annoyed with not knowing where we stood, so I asked him what he wanted out of our situationship, and he said he liked me but didn't want a girlfriend, so things ended. Flash forward to this fall. He's in my class. We're seniors in college. We always say hi and bye, and if I bump into him on campus, we always stop and catch up. I texted him early in the semester, and we said pretty much the same thing. We like being friends, and we like each other. Mm, Okay. He even said he sees more me more as a close friend, in quotations. What the flip does that even mean? It means he wants you in his back pocket. Yeah, That's what it he means, means he wants to keep you as an option. He doesn't yeah. like you enough to actually date you. Every month, he also texts me just to say what's up. Feels like he's keeping tabs. Awesome. Yeah, he is. Yep. He seems pretty clear that nothing is going to come of this. But I still wonder, should I let this guy go? How do I stop thinking about every little thing with him? Okay. Goodbye Yes, to you him. should let him go. And you need to find your ick with him immediately. <laughs> Like, you need to think of him standing next to, like, your favorite celebrity, you know, somebody just, like, amazing, and just be like, oh, like, just let that give you the egg. We were just having a huge conversation about this yesterday in the car about how we've all had the situation where it's like there's a guy, and you look back, and you're like, why was I just waiting around, like, with bated breath, like, for him to just show me any the type of attention? Minimum. Yeah, I was saying this one time, this guy <laughs> that I— had this exact same thing with where he was like, I was just in his back pocket at all times. Like he was constantly, you know, he would text me if his plans canceled and he would be like, hey, what's up? Like act semi-interested. Yeah. And it's like you said, it'd be like, yeah, maybe we can hang out this weekend. And then it's like Friday, you're waiting. Saturday, you're waiting. Mm -hmm. Sunday, maybe his plans got canceled. Then he texted you and you're just like, yes. Yes. And I was finally, (laughs) and I was saying, the fact that I thought I was a legitimate princess because one day, like out of nowhere, out of the blue, he invited me to like, he took me to Cafe Rio. And I was saying like, <laughs> I probably literally bought my own meal as well. But 
it's just you're in this weird orbit where you can't get out of it. But then we also were saying there comes a time when you start to realize, and honestly, there's nothing anyone else can do. It just has to be you, unfortunately, where you have to come out of this and realize like, wait, I'm like so much better than this. And then the icks will come flooding in yes. and you'll just be like, what did I ever see in no, this guy? I was saying, I, I dated this guy who I thought was like way out of my league. Like mm-hmm. I thought he was like very attractive, very charming. And by the end of our relationship, after he was just so, such a loser and so toxic, I actually thought he was ugly. Yeah. Like I would look at him and be like, you are actually ugly and I would never (laughs) want to be with you. When before I thought he was so hot. Yeah. It's so weird. Like your perspective just completely changes. So that's my advice. You know, even Google, like what gives girls (laughs) the ick and just like apply them to him. Exactly. Just really picture him in some <laughs> some interesting situations yeah. that make you want to just like picture him cutting his toenails, like things like that. They're just like, oh my gosh, I cannot like dropping his pencil and like m- dropping it multiple times, trying to like catch it in the hallway or something. Imagine him playing pickleball and then chasing after the <laughs> yeah. ball, and he grabs it and then drops it again, and he yeah. Imagine him being so bad at sports too, like just embarrassingly bad. There's lots of icks we can create yeah we could do this all day we could do this all day but i will say everything i'll finish with if he wanted to he would he doesn't like you enough to date you so therefore if he says like well i like you i just don't want a girlfriend nope no that (laughs) absolutely not i (laughs) finger did you put one finger in the air no i like you but i don't want a girlfriend that is the oldest trick in the book that is the biggest lie i've ever heard from a guy and if he says that to you, you run if he says that to you if he's obsessed with you, he wants you to be his girlfriend. Yes. Now, now, he doesn't want to have any chance of losing you. No. Nope. That's so to answer your such question. A bye. Okay. Is it okay for a significant other to still text an ex on a regular basis because they are still friends? No. Absolutely next. not. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm literally going to my next one. Okay. How Absolutely you, not. Actually, you can go so we don't screw up the okay. order. SOS, what do I get my boyfriend for Christmas? We've been together for four years, so I've done the wallet, socks, toiletry bag, (laughs) the toiletry bag. Why is that such a classic? Oh my gosh. You know, I actually have some good ones. I'm screaming because I have no idea what to get late for (laughs) Christmas. The toiletry (laughs) bag. Those are just so classic. And you know what though? They love the toiletry bag. It. Like I got Nick this Yeti one <laughs> years ago. And to this day, he's like, that was the best <laughs> gift you ever gave me. Um, I actually have a couple boy ones. Okay. The first one is actually from Yeti as well. If your boyfriend or wait, did she say boyfriend? Yeah. Husband. If he, I thought it was her husband. Uh, she said my boyfriend. Oh. If he drinks beer, drinks soda, like has cans of any kind of beverage, goes camping, doesn't go camping, you can get this little like insulator or is that what it's called? Insulator? Like a cup thing? Yeah. And um, so that it doesn't, what is the word? Get warm. Uh, well, yes, but also condensate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you don't need a coaster. You just like mm-hmm. put it in the little thing. And if you're taking it somewhere, you can screw the lid on so it keeps it cold. So you just put the can straight in there. It's actually really nice. It is cool. And it's not that expensive. It's like a nice little gift. If you want something bigger, if your boyfriend or husband games, something, if, I mean, you kind of have to know a little bit about it, like his setup, I guess. Yeah. You could get him new wireless, like gaming headphones. Like guys love, they're, that's like a big present because they're usually over $200 or something Mm -hmm. like that. But like Turtle Beach headphones, you can get them for like his, if he plays Xbox or like PC. So you maybe have to do a little searching, 
But if you got, if he has like an old, old pair and you got him a new one, you would be girlfriend of the century. True that. Um, or Astro Gaming has some cool headphones as well or headsets um, that you can use. I feel like tech stuff is always good for guys. AirPods. Mm-hmm. It depends, AirPods. It depends on if they have a pair already. If they have AirPods, AirPod holders. Yeah. Even like accessories for their technology. Mm-hmm. So if he has like an iPad that he uses, like getting him like an Apple pencil and an iPad totally. um, case that like folds into the little typing thing. I don't know. There's lots of different little accessories for that. Yeah. Also, I feel like a great place to go Christmas shopping is Lululemon. Like, yeah. Because it's nicer products that people have for a long time. So like Lululemon workout shorts, if he mm-hmm. works out, obviously, like hats. Yeah. Little belt think bags. about all his hobbies and his day-to-day mm-hmm. life and the little moments. Exactly. And think about how you could not elevate them. Yeah, elevate. I was gonna say accelerate, and that's absolutely <laughs> not what I meant. Okay. Howdy, please help me out. I feel like I have no one to talk to about this because I don't want anyone to look at me differently or judge me or anything like that. We're here to help. I have been dating my boyfriend for about six months, but I've known him for a few years now. We met on university campus church. What? Ooh, oh, university campus church in college. He's got so many amazing qualities I've prayed about in a man, and he's by far the least toxic man I've dated, which at first was a turnoff because I'm into toxic men. Honestly. <laughs> With the tongue out emoji. There's some chemistry, and we share the same sense of humor, morals, values, and important things like that. But I'm not super physically attracted to him. Like the kissing is good, but sometimes I look at him and I'm just not into it. I know, oh. this, I know this makes me sound so incredibly superficial and I hate myself for it, but like physical attraction is important too, right? I thought as time went on, because he's such a great guy, I'd grow more physically attracted, but that has not been going too well. I feel guilty because he's such a great guy, but I'm not as into their relationship as him and it shows. I'm also scared if we break up, I won't find anyone better and I'm scared to get back into dating. What do I do? Break up with him. Yeah. And well, also I was going to say it's, this is a little bit different because you've given it so much time. That's what I'm saying. I just saw this TikTok that was talking about attraction in relationships. And it was saying like, there's always going to be ebbs and flows where it's like, you know, sometimes you're way more attracted to them. And then sometimes you're a little bit less and it's just like ebb and flow of a relationship. But if there's never the ebbs, <laughs> right? you know what I mean? Like there's never the highs and it's just always like, you're like okay, forcing never, yourself to try and yeah, be attracted. Yeah, it's never clicking. That's very important. Like when you're, did she say the kissing wasn't good or what? She, she said it's that? good sometimes. Or she mm. said it's good, but sometimes I look at him and I'm just not into it. Because I feel like it shouldn't be the only thing. And I hate to say it like this, but I feel like a big telltale of like you're the one is the chemistry when you're like kissing and making out and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, just I, that's how I was with Nick. It was like, oh, kissing him was like, it was just so different than other people where I was like, oh, this is it, you know? Yeah, it's hard because that's not the first thing you should be concerned about. But it should be there. But it should be there. Mm -hmm. Like, I do think there are people where you can meet them and be like, yeah, I think he's cute. And then the more you get to know him, like you said, like, you're just like, oh my gosh, now I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. But I think if you've given it time and she just straight up says, the reason I said break up with him is because she said, I'm just not into the, as into the relationship. And as yeah, exactly. him. And I think you need that to both be there if you want to get married. Yeah, that shouldn't really become a concern until like way later, I feel like ever. Where it's like, oh, you know, people have written in this question, I feel like before. That's mm-hmm. why I'm saying that. Yeah. Because um, I was going to say, there is, I've had a, a relative who was telling me like, when she first started dating this, the guy that she's now married to, she was like, oh, I wasn't like that attracted to him. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, like we're friends, but I'm not like, it's just the chemistry is not there. But then he kissed her and then she was like, wait, now the chemistry is there. The chemistry is there. It's like sometimes you have to figure it out. But if Mm -hmm. you 
if you've been given it time happening. and it's not happening, it might not happen. It just isn't happening, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with stamps.com? Stamps.com is one of our sponsors. We love them so much. And I really feel like this is going to be a game changer, especially for if it's a small business, you're sending out things like products that you're selling, or you're trying to ship things to loved ones or friends and family that you're trying to, you know, get their presents to them in time. Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so, so much time, money, and stress, especially during the holidays. I'm sorry, but there's literally no worse place to me on earth that I'd rather be, especially during this time of the year, than the post office. Exactly. So you can access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip, and you get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You will save so much time and money. You will wonder why you didn't start sooner. You know, going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. If you're just going up a couple floors, sure, take the stairs. But if you're walking up 30 flights a day, you could use a break. You feel me? So save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code WHATWESAID for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code WHATWESAID. Okay, we're going to tell you about a perfect gift. I feel like this is such a good gift for a friend, sister, mom, um, and it's the Olive in June Manny system. So if you have someone in your life that wants cute nails or likes doing their nails and wants to do them from home, this is like the best case scenario. My mom, my aunt, I have so many people in my life that use this whole setup and are obsessed with it. Olive in June, first of all, is like one of the cutest brands I've ever seen. Their mm-hmm. aesthetic is amazing. Their products are amazing. I've actually been to their actual salon to get my nails done and it was a fantastic experience. So um, with the Olive and June Manny system, you can treat yourself and those you love to beautiful nails all year long. Olive and June nail polishes last seven plus days and do not chip. That's like the part that my mom and my aunt were telling me that they love the absolute most is that they their nails don't chip. With Olive and June's Manny system, you can achieve beautiful salon perfect nails at an affordable price. And it's the ultimate secret behind salon perfect nails at home. All in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. What's really cool is that this the Manny system comes with like all the tools you need to really go above and beyond for a manicure. So it has like a nail clipper, nail file, nail buffer, polish remover, a cleanup brush, this thing called their poppy that's really amazing that makes it easy to paint your non-dominant hand, cuticle serum, top coat, like literally everything you need. Yeah, they also have these dry drops, I believe, that you put on afterwards, which are super helpful because I know that that's the most annoying part of painting your nails at home is waiting forever for them to dry. But also their nail polish remover little pot is absolutely amazing. You just like stick your finger in there and hold it. It's like you're at the salon. So get gifts for everyone on your list this year, including yourself with this special limited time offer. Go to oliveandjune.com slash what we said and use the code what we said to save 25% on your order. That's Olive and June, O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash what we said, code what we said to save 25% on your order. Hurry, this offer ends November 29th. So that's oliveandjune.com slash what we said, code what we said. Hi besties, I really need your advice. I struggled with acne in high school and decided to go on birth control. It helped 
so much and cleared my acne. Now that I'm 21, I've decided to stop birth control and my acne has come back like no other. It has been so hard to feel confident with acne all over my face, especially at this age. I feel like a teenager again when I feel like I should be maturing and becoming more professional. Some days I have that effort mentality and don't care as much, but some days are so hard and I just feel so insecure and like everyone is staring at my skin. My question is, how do you feel confident with acne? Do I have to wait forever for my skin to clear in order to feel confident. Any advice you ladies have on this is much appreciated. I trust you with my life. Ooh. Well, first of all, adult acne is so common. Like, and I, I can relate where you're like, okay, uh, this is so annoying because I, like you said, you feel like a teenager when you're like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be an adult now and I'm getting acne. Goodbye. It's just so frustrating. And there's nothing really that like we can say to make it better. But I feel like, first of all, yeah, give it time. I don't know what you've tried to clear your skin. Like, But so forgive me if I'm like saying something that you've already done a million years ago. But like, I feel like a great place to start is going to an esthetician or a dermatologist um, to kind of give you an action plan. Because I remember when I was struggling with acne and I did not know anything about skin or skincare. And I would like watch, you know, people on Instagram give recommendations, but I didn't know what kind of skin I even had. And when I went to an esthetician, she basically was like, oh, okay, like you have combination skin. And I was like, oh, I always thought I had dry skin. And she was telling me all this different stuff and really educating me on stuff. And I felt so much hope after mm-hmm. that because I was like, oh, wow, now I understand a little bit more. And so I don't know where you're at with that or if you've already kind of done that. But I would recommend like if you are just struggling with your confidence with it, like go and try and see someone who can mm-hmm. give you some more information of like maybe just an action plan so that you feel not as like, oh, great. This is just like my life forever. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know if you've Dude, done acne that. is so frustrating because there's so many things that it could be stemming from. You know what I mean? So it's like to actually figure it out, it feels like the journey of a lifetime. Yeah. It's like, is it the food? Is yeah. it just the way my skin is right now? Is, is it, it my hormones? Yeah. And, and like you said, it's like if you kind of maybe know what it is if it's because you got off birth control and you have been on it for so many years mm-hmm. that now maybe your hormones are trying to like sync back up or something. But mm-hmm. I think that advice is good. Like you could also go, go ask a professional. Yeah, you could also go to like a naturopathic doctor um, mm-hmm. to get your hormones more balanced. I know a lot of people have had like success with that where they're experiencing uh, hormonal skin issues. And once they go to someone who can kind of help balance their hormones more, it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't know what you've tried. But ultimately like... And this is probably not the answer that, I don't know, anyone would like want to hear. But I think all of these things, they, whatever weight we give them is the weight they hold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the more weight you give into like, everyone's looking at my skin, like I look so bad is just going to become more and more true to you. And it's going to become more of this heavy burden to bear. Yeah. Where if you're like, okay, this is temporary. My skin's being really annoying, but like, I'm going to do everything in my power. And like, this is just my skin right now. I just have to live in this you know, in the skin at this yeah. moment. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is, which is very annoying. Trust me. I feel that 100%. Yeah. Because her question was, how do you feel confident with acne? And truly like with a lot of things like this that you feel like are so evident to other people with your appearance that you're self-conscious about, acceptance is the first step that's going to make things feel so much better. And it's like, yeah, you can definitely find solutions along the way. But as soon as you just accept that it kind of is what it is at this point, like, 
right to, you know, this morning as I'm waking up and I'm going to work, I can't change my skin right mm-hmm. now. So I have to live with it. Also, I saw this girl on TikTok and she was posting, it was like a very vulnerable, actually like really great video. She's, I don't know if she's an influencer, but came up my For You page and she was talking about how she's been dealing with acne and she's like in her twenties as well. And she was like kind of getting emotional and she was like, I just feel so silly because it's like such a surface level thing to be getting upset about. And I know things could be so much worse, but I just feel so insecure mm-hmm. and stuff. And she was like crying about it. And it's just so crazy because I like looked at, like, look, I'm looking at her thinking like this, she's so pretty. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's like, you know, maybe you notice some blemishes, but it's like, I would never have been like, oh, her skin's horrible. Yeah. Like, or even thinking that at all. And I think we just are our own worst critics. So we look at each other, ourselves in the mirror every single day and pick apart our you know, insecurities and other people usually don't do that. Yeah. And if they do, it's for a fleeting moment. Mm -hmm. But you got this and I hope things get better for you. How do I handle being the only single friend in a group of married slash engaged slash seriously dating friends? I'm in my late 20s and struggling between wanting to be independent and do things for me, but also wanting time with my friends who are always with their significant others. It's hard to always feel like I'm the second option, even though I know their significant others should always come first. This is so hard. I know it is hard because when your friends are in different life stages than you, I mean, I hate to repeat the same advice, but it's like, you kind of just have to accept how it is and it is what it is. And it's like, you can't, the more you think about wanting to change it or, you know, resisting it, like the differences, the worse it gets. Yeah. And focusing on it. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, this has been something I always feel like I never want to bring this up on the podcast because I feel like. It's just like, I never want you to be like, feel like you're in an awkward position. I'm speaking to oh, Chelsea no. right now. No, but I'm, I'm just saying like, I, well, okay. Here's my advice. First of all, I would advise you to start get a boyfriend. Yeah. I'm like, get a boyfriend <laughs> immediately. No, start hanging out with more like single people. Mm. If you can, like, it sounds like a lot of your friends are dating and married, but like try and find some new friends who are in the same life stage as you, because I think it's important. And this yeah. is something I was talking to Chelsea about, but it's like sometimes with me and Leif not being able to get pregnant and being around a lot of our friends who already have kids or are pregnant or whatever. Like I feel that sense too, where I'm like, oh dang, like once they all have kids, that's their number one priority. Mm -hmm. I will no longer be their priority, which is like you said, 100%, you know that that's the case and you know it should be the case. I would never think for one second that I should take priority over my friend's children. That's like psychotic. (laughs) But at the same time, it is a change Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, we used to just like, prioritize each other and be like, let's hang out at any hour of the day. And that's no longer a thing. And so like, I'll have moments like that too, where I'm like, dang, like when I'm with all my friends who have kids, it's like, they have their own families now and they have their own lives. And like, I'm no longer going to take like precedence at all to that. Like their kids come first. And it's like just a bummer in some ways. Cause you're like, dang, like things are changing. But that being said, like, I actually think it's important for me to hang out with also people who aren't having kids right now, because Mm -hmm they also have the same freedom I do. And it's like, I don't need to just hang out with my friends who all have kids so that I feel sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, for sure. Well, we talked about this kind of, uh, we were all at lunch the other day and we were saying it's good to have friends in all different life stages Mm -hmm. so that, you know, there are people that you can relate to that are in the same life stage as you, but then there are also people in other life stages that keep your life interesting. You know what I mean? Who keep, you know, whether it is you are single and you you know, you do get a sense of like the married life or, you know, they have kids or something like that. And it's like, like fun to be around them. Yeah. And yeah. vice versa. But I do just want to validate that because it's any kind of change is 
not, I wouldn't even say necessarily scary, but it is kind of sad. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, dang, like things are just not going to be the same as usual. But then after, t- like after a little bit of time, you kind of get a little bit used to it and then you find the good things in that change. Yeah. But that initial change is, yeah, kind of scary and just kind of sad. It's For like, sure. oh, dang, like things are different. That's what I like what you said about having friends in like different, like, like in all those life stages, because mm-hmm. it's not that me hanging out with people who have kids is a bad thing. I think it's so fun and I think it's great. But I also think it's important for me to have friends who aren't having kids right now, Mm -hmm. just so I can also have that side of my life and not feel always like I'm just like behind Yeah, like relate to them more. Yeah, like relate. I can relate on a different level to them, which is helpful. You need people in life, yeah, that just bring out all different sides of you. Mm -hmm. We're like, but try and get married. (laughs) But get on Hinge or something, girl. Just kidding. Hinge. Okay. Hey, BFFs. I love you girls and look forward to the podcast every week. Okay. Let's get into it. So after a rough year with friendship breakups and personal issues, I have finally found a friend group and have grown closer to my BFF, which has been amazing and really changed my life for the better. However, I've been struggling internally. And for some reason, I haven't been able to bring myself to talk about it with my best friend or really anyone. Uh, some days I wake up and I see this happy, blessed, pretty girl in the mirror, but then at some point later on, I'll see a picture of me that caught me at a bad angle and I just spiral. It's like, because of these pictures, I've never been the most photogenic person, LOL. I'm having a hard time believing that I am pretty or look how I want to be. I don't know if it's me who really just looks bad in general and in those pictures, or do I just need to laugh it off and know that I don't really look that bad. Please give your girly some advice on how to view myself in a more positive light rather than always finding the negatives. I love you. Well, first of all, this is a very relatable oh, 100%. issue. So even though I feel like if you talk to your best friend about it, she would probably be like, same. Yeah. I honestly don't know many people who don't feel that way yeah. at some point. I think we all have a little bit of, um, I might get canceled for this, but we all have a tiny bit of body dysmorphia where it's like, even when I feel like I am in the best mindset ever, and then I look back on those photos from when I was in that good mindset. I still, I'm like, I look different than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, I, I think I look better than I even did at that point. And I thought I was like so confident then. Definitely. Um, and so I think even bringing awareness to that fact, to the the fact that you probably just see yourself a little differently than other people do. And kind of like you said about the acne thing, it's like, we're just looking at ourselves all day and like, you know, picking apart every tiny little thing, being so self-critical. But other people, they see you so differently and Mm -hmm. they see you in a, usually 99.9% of the time, a better light than you do yourself. Definitely. Because it's like, you know, when your friend brings up something that, that they're like, oh, I hate this. Usually, like we do this all the time with each other. Like, I've never noticed that about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like your best friend that you see all the time. So like even just strangers or random people, it's like if you start to, kind of like we talked about a couple episodes ago, if you start to believe that you're beautiful, it's kind of just changes like the way that you perceive your own life because that's really the only person's opinion that really matters to you is because that's the only opinion that's affecting your mood. Mm Mm-hmm. You should listen. Well, maybe you already have, but you should listen to our Hot Girl Summer episode. You should Mm -hmm. re-listen to it because I think we gave a lot of advice in the episode pertaining to this, like looks and body and everything like that. I also feel like in those moments, for me, it's helpful to get off my phone more because Mm -hmm. I feel like if I am in that mindset where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I look very good or like I don't really feel pretty, the more I'm on social media, the worse it gets because it's just like, oh, and then I see this girl who's literally a supermodel and I'm like, bye. So, yeah, I don't know. 
Well, it's interesting that like just purely the perception, and I told the story in that Hot Girl Summer episode too, but it's weird that purely that your perception of yourself, like after you see a photo can change your mood, even yes. though nothing else changed. Right. Where it's like, okay, that obviously is a sign that it's just- Your perception your of perception, it. Your perception, and, not- and that's what's ruining your mood. Mm-hmm. It really is crazy that just our thoughts are our reality. Mm-hmm. So the more we're like, I'm ugly and I'm- not photogenic and I'm whatever it's like the more it's just going to be the truth for you like if that's what you're telling yourself all the time then when you look at that photo it's like your mind searches for validation that those Mm -hmm. thoughts are true that's what all of us want is validation for our thoughts that we have so if you are having those negative thoughts you're literally your mind is actually searching for validation so when you see a photo Mm -hmm. it's like yep validated like I'm ugly when if you were you know yeah. Trying to have a little bit more positive, confident thoughts, your mind would also search for that validation of validating that you actually are pretty. Yeah. And if you think that you are pretty and you see like a photo that you're like, oh gosh, that's like not a good photo of me. It's way more lighthearted and funny than it is yeah. like tragic. For sure. It holds less weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is my last one. This guy and I have been talking since May, and we have been going on dates ever since we got back to uni in September. He's from Connecticut, and I'm from Canada. And everything has been great, and I really like him, but I don't know if we're dating or not, and we don't talk about it. Hmm. Part of the reason is he got out of a three-year relationship right before we started talking. So should I wait until he brings it up, or should I drop the question? Sorry, it's a long one, but I love your podcast so much. My sister and I listen weekly. Literally the shortest one we've gotten. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm talking your ear off. (laughs) I mean, I, I hate think you to say ask. it. What? <laughs> I really, really hate to do this because I feel like I could be wrong. It's like I said at the beginning, we could be giving advice that could change the trajectory of their entire life for the worse. But I was just watching Four Christmases. Have you seen that movie? No. And I see this a lot. I see this pattern where this will happen where they're like, well, they just got out of a relationship. Same old excuses that we were talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I need some time. You know, I'm, I'm not ready for marriage. I'm not ready for commitment, blah, 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 blah. And then you waste so much time with them. And then you eventually break up, right? Mm-hmm. And then they get with someone else and they get engaged in like two seconds. And yeah. it's just like, there's just that person for you that it's just going to be, it's just going to make more sense. Right. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know if she... She doesn't know if you're dating or not. I don't know. It's like, this could go one, two. I completely agree. It's like, they're on one hand, if it's like always this weird thing where you don't know if you're dating and he's not giving it everything. And he, he she didn't really say like, he said, well, I just got out of a relationship. She's just saying that oh. is the case. So she like- She hasn't asked. Hasn't asked because she's like, okay. oh, he just got out of a relationship. So she's trying to play it cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, like, I actually- Wait, how long have they been talking? Um, she said, ever since we got back to university in September. So it's been like- like three months. Three, two or three months. Okay. Um, I feel like it depends on your relationship, but this is kind of similar. Like when me and Leif started talking, he had just gotten out of a relationship as well. It wasn't nearly this long, but he had just gotten out of a relationship. And um, well, I think actually he was the one who just a few weeks into talking and like basically dating. Like I remember we were like in my living room and he's like, we're dating, right? Like he's like, are we dating? And I'm like, pretty much. Yeah. Like, and we had that conversation. I feel like if he's the right person, you can definitely bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like you should definitely be able to know where you stand. It shouldn't be like, I can't ask him. It's yeah. Like, well, What's it he's, called? He's the right person. You should definitely be able to be honest. Be like, a hey, DTR. Determine yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Be like, what are we? Like, are we, do you consider me? Like, are we dating to mm-hmm. you? 
his answer will be very telling. Yeah, exactly. If the answer is like, oh, I just got a relationship, I agree with you completely. I think yeah. it's like, yeah, well, then you don't like me enough. Yeah. So. Wait, I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't listen to the story well enough. Are they long distance then? Uh, or they're together? They're back at uni together? But she's from Canada. She said, they've been talking since May. We've been going on dates ever since we got back to university. So I think they met in university and like went home or... Oh, okay. That makes they sense. They go to college together, I yes. think. Yes. So they're, so they're going on dates. Okay. Okay. Not long distance. Yeah. But to answer your question, I think you should bring it up. Yeah. Because he might just be like, yeah, I think we're dating. I'm not dating anyone else. And then it's like, oh, why cool, was I so dating. worried? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then you got to be careful. Anyways, the four, the movie Four Christmases, uh, it's a really cute movie. It's with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, I think. It's like kind of an old classic rom-com. Mm-hmm. But they basically start out like, oh, we don't need the label of getting married. You know, we don't. And again, not that marriage is for everybody, mm-hmm. but it's just what the movie is. At the end of the movie, spoiler alert, <laughs> he ba- they basically, she's like, wait, I actually do want to start a family with you and I do want to get married. And he's like, no, these are the rules that I came up with. And she's just like, okay, well. But then at the end, they're like, wait, no, we like are obsessed with each other. Like we do want to get married and we right. do want to start a family. Like we're just like scared of commitment. But anyways. It's cute movie. That is cute cute. movie. Do you have any other ones? Yes, I have one last one. Okay. Hi, besties. I'm in desperate need of some in-law advice. (laughs) (laughs) Our favorites. Prepare yourselves. (laughs) Ha ha. My husband and I got married in June and are both from the same town in Michigan. Our families live 10 minutes apart from each other. Both of us are super close with our families, but his family is very possessive. For example, we both go to school in Idaho and they come to visit at least once a month. His mom even asked us, is Michigan and Idaho like a far jaunt? I don't think it's super far. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I can look it up. I'm a geography queen. Give me a second. I literally don't know where any of the states are. Well, I was just thinking like, oh, they seem maybe closer than I th- I'm thinking they are. Wait, wait, wait. She said one of them's from Michigan. I didn't hear that. They're from, their families are in Michigan. They live in Idaho. Or they're going to school in Idaho. Uh, what is happening? Hold on. That is incredibly far. <laughs> it is? I think. Because they said they come to visit at least once a month. That's like pretty far to be. Oh, wow. Michigan's over here. So that's probably what, like a 20-hour drive maybe? I have no idea. Or a flight? Like, is that like a seven-hour flight? That's kind of crazy. I don't think it's a seven-hour. It's probably a three-hour flight. Oh, okay. That's not. But still, once a month, that is kind of crazy for once a month. His mom even asked us to share our locations with her so she can know where we are at all times. No. Mm. That's going to be a no for me. Anyways, this is our first holiday season. Mar- like both of you, maybe just his for safety reasons, but it's like, mm, no. Any, well, I've, I've been listening to a lot of true crime lately and I've but it's like it's they been can, scaring me. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe they can just have each other's, but I, I feel like say. everybody should have one person that has their phone location. For sure. To answer everyone's question, no one's question but ours, it would be a 20, well, I'm, this is from Idaho Falls to a random place in Michigan. Okay, so we don't know where they live, but it would be a 23... 24-hour drive. Oh, my gosh. So, again, it could be different, but... I feel like that might be, yeah, like a four-hour flight. Yeah. Four to five like hours. Cross, like cr- across the country. Sheesh. Okay. okay. Continue. Um, anyways, this is our first holiday season married, and I'm really worried about not getting enough time with my family. I asked my mom and my mother-in-law to send us the days that they have something planned for over break, and my mom sent me a few. My mother-in-law didn't send any. Anyways, I made a schedule of the days we would be sharing with each family and sent it out in an email. Very organized. Okay. And his parents texted me demanding that we switch some of the days because his dad has work off on days we are with my family. Plans have already been made on those days because my mom requested us in advance. Also, we are already sleeping at their house 
house for the entire break. How in the world do I make sure everyone is happy while at the same time not having a miserable time myself because of all the pressure from other people? Help, LOL. Love you, ladies, and thank you for the weekly podcast, best part of the week by far, XOXO. That is the most annoying thing <laughs> ever. So annoying. It's like you're trying to actually be like proactive yeah. and plan it, and they don't give you any information. And then last minute, it's like, oh, yeah, no, you can't do that. No, that's annoying. No, yeah, that's when you're just like, sorry, I asked you for your days. Like, my family, you never texted me back. Yeah. That's your bad. Like, maybe you can move around one day, but it's not like you're going to change your entire schedule. No. That's her problem. Yeah. I have nothing else to say besides yeah, that. I have like, nothing else to say besides that's not so your problem. No. There's nothing worse. Okay. Well, that was my last one. So, um, thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you guys are having a great Friday. I hope you guys got some great deals. Hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving. Hope you spent all your money on our merch. <laughs> Go to our What We Said podcast Instagram if you guys want to be the first to know about the merch dropped on Tuesday. Go to at What We Said podcast on Instagram for more details. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for writing in. Hope that we gave you the advice that you needed. Uh, we love you guys. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye.